Welcome to Ball vs. Life, a podcast where your hosts, JC and Jack, discuss NorCal vs. SoCal perspectives, the Bay vs. LA. Thanks for tuning in. Let's roll. Ball vs. Life is back from its hiatus. I am Jack, your host, and I got my co-host, JC. What's up, what's up? What's up, the interwebs? We're dude, back. We actually we were back. We actually recorded last week, but dude, the audio, man, the yeah. audio fell through. So this is this is this hiatus has gone longer than yeah, it was yeah. supposed to. It was an unexpected hiatus, but uh, true to form with with uh you know this new reality that we fall into with just you know doing everything remote. Like we had some major technical issues. Yeah. It kind of sucked, man, because it was a wonderful, wonderful conversation yeah. we had from uh you know one of our homeboys, uh, Al from Virtual Pros. So. Uh, we're gonna run it back. We're gonna run it back, and we're gonna try to, you know, rehash, relive, reinvigorate, reanimate that 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 uh, that conversation. We had a, you know, an interesting conversation about the the hobby, um, the hobby business at this point. You know what I mean? Card uh, pros. Shout yeah, out to Al pros. from Virtual Pros. Card pros. Man, yeah, man. Al, Al is so good, dude. Yeah, it was such a good conversation. It sucks, man, because Al Al got me, man. He he introduced me to that that under underworld. It's not even an underworld at this point. It's so much <laughs> so big business net right now, you know, of like, you know, hobby, card collecting, sports cards, MLB, NBA, which is the king of the hill. Freaking mm. even Pokemon cards. You sent me a post yeah, where man. Pokemon cards are just like ch- Charizards are like going for like what twenty Gs or something like that. No, it's, it's some ridiculous amounts. Like yeah, twenty thirty Gs. Oh my gosh, man. In that video, there's this dude that's professionally collecting Pokemon cards, mm-hmm. and the the interviewer went to his home and he was showing his collection. And the guy asked him, "How much value do you think you have in this home right now?" He said, ten million dollars." Ten million dollars yeah. in Pokemon cards? Are you fucking kidding me? And I thought, why the fuck are you showing your house on camera, yeah, dude? I know, man. <laughs> You're asking for it, bro. Hey, man, the internet goons are going to come out, do their research, do their thing, and they are going to jack that for Pokemon. <laughs> this is the reality that we live in no. these days, man. People are probably at risk for getting jacked for Pokemon cards, man. What the <laughs> hell is... 2000 i thought things are supposed to be going for the better what the hell man i'm so tempted to talk about your card pros experience but let's save it let's save it though it's so it was such a gem of an episode yeah man. leave that in the chamber we'll we'll, we will you know logistics is always you know al is a very busy man so you know we're gonna figure out logistics and we go and talk about that um there's so much other stuff that's going on but we will revisit that well, let's let's talk about what happened tonight, dude. And I, I know you probably <laughs> don't want to talk about Actually, it. let's talk about cards, man. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> it's what funny happened? because we, we scheduled this recording. I actually didn't know that there was going to be a Lakers versus Warriors game. Shit has been crazy in life, but just so happened we're recording right after a Lakers versus Warriors game. Yeah, and yeah, man. It was a slaughter fest. Yeah, man. I know, man. It was it was brutal. It was so brutal, and I'm probably gonna lose my badge for being a Warrior fan. But I had to turn it off, man. I had to I had to tend to my son and put him to sleep, man. He was not feeling good, so I was just like, Do I care for my son or do I watch this forty point blowout where the Lakers are playing Warrior retreads to kick our ass? I I opted to care for my son. 
Sue me, Warrior fans. <laughs> <laughs> it was a convenient excuse. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. It, there was no point in watching it, though, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It was, it I was, know. It was bad. You guys were on. You guys have been on like a three-game winning streak, and it was before that three-game winning streak. It was a little rough for a little bit. There were some mistakes that Dre made, yeah. but in the last three games, Dre was kind of the talk of the town. Yeah, man. How the mighty have fallen. We're yeah. we're praising a three-game winning streak for the Warriors. <laughs> Holy shit, man! <laughs> but given where we, how far we've fallen, that's actually a pretty good thing. But like what you said, Dre has mm-hmm. been playing pretty well, man. I think. Um, I think this. This this sort of like resurgence from Draymond Green started after that epic meltdown, and oh, yeah. I know I texted you mm-hmm. uh, at how pissed I was. You were but like pissed, bro. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was a week ago, and like it was like the most pitiful showing of a, a Warrior game. Like they had blown an eighteen point mm-hmm. lead in the fourth quarter the previous night in Orlando. Mm-hmm. You know, Orlando with Aaron Gordon on the bench and mm-hmm. who else they have on the bench? You know. And then the next night on the back end of a back-to-back, they squander another double-digit lead in the final minutes with Draymond just, you know, having a meltdown mm-hmm. over, a, you know, a, a foul, a timeout call. It wasn't even a foul call. It was a timeout call. And he gets tossed when we're up to basically gifting the Charlotte Hornets uh, a dub yeah. um, on our behalf, <laughs> you know, with a Scary Terry buzzer beater. Man, that oh. was brutal. That was a brutal sequence. Probably the yeah, shades of two thousand and one. I don't even think that I saw the Chris Porter Warriors lose like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, after that, like uh, I think the the team was a little motivated. So coming into this matchup tonight, um, you know, we were you know we were on a three game win. I don't even know who we beat. Uh, you guys beat <laughs> New York, Indiana in the last game you guys played. You guys got a revenge game against Charlotte, mm-hmm. where Dre just. I think he made up for that. Well, I don't know if he made up, but he wanted a tone for mm-hmm. the game, you know, that they lost. That yeah, he kind yeah. of had a meltdown. Yeah. He had his career high in assists that game. Yeah, he had 19 assists and he was just playing like playoff Dre pretty much. Uh, uh, I think he wanted to make a statement, especially after, you know, squandering that or just melting down against Charlotte. Uh, I'll tell you this. I'll give credit to Dre after that, mm-hmm. that meltdown, um, you know, in the past. He's very controversial for mm. showing his emotion, obviously. Um, but after a couple of days and, you know, cooler heads prevailing, he actually kind of fessed up for essentially just, you know, being accountable and, and, and fucking up that situation. Yeah. Um, I think he he, he did uh, put it out there on public that um, he felt bad that he actually kind of lost the game for his for his teammates. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the the team is developing. There's, you know, we don't have a lot of uh, wins under our belt with this current squad. And to kind of just, you know, to piss away a win like that, he really was uh, upset. And it showed with his play. Um, yeah, I feel, I, I think I messaged you after the last game. And I had seen the tear that Dre has been on. And I just said, I'm happy for Dre because the last year was obviously freaking brutal. Mm-hmm. And this year it's been up and down for Dre because he had COVID and then he was injured uh, mm-hmm. through some of these games. So he never really could get it going. And his conditioning just wasn't there. But now you can see his conditioning is picking up. And I know he got hurt today, but before this game, he really was starting to pick up his play. And he had a meltdown. But mm-hmm. I remember seeing an interview where Dre was talking about where he is in his career right now with this current team, that he's the veteran now. Before, when you guys were on the championship runs, you guys had veteran guys on the team like David West, mm-hmm. right, where he could go to him. But he's the, he's the example now, you know? Yeah. Like, he's the, he sees that responsibility, and I get it. 
look shit happens you know he's an emotional guy and he had a meltdown but he he realized as a leader i need to correct that and i need to be an example whereas i think in the past he probably would just stick to his guns in a way you know mm-hmm. be like hey man this yeah. is just who i am but he's yeah, like shit yeah. i'm the leader now dude yeah i mean yeah you know the roles evolve over time and he's a vet now and mm-hmm. he needs to really kind of uh you know he he the rest of the squad kind of follows under, you know, under his stead. And in this case, him and Steph, because uh, they're the ones that are playing right now. And he really needs to, you know, kind of make better decisions just because the rest of the young ones. I mean, we got James Wiseman, who's 19. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he if his vet doesn't, <laughs> doesn't play the right way or doesn't uh, hold himself accountable, then that's not really setting up Wiseman to be a, a successful player in the future. So props mm-hmm. to Dre for doing what he, he did. Uh, I know there are a lot of Dre haters out there, but you can't, you know, you can't hate on a man that actually kind of, you know, goes up there, fesses up and holds himself accountable. So, yeah, but today, he... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, I, I don't think any of the leaders showed up today, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll tell you this. is I feel like the Lakers came in, mm-hmm. you know, after the last game mm-hmm. uh, where they squandered, uh, you know. Uh, it was a 14-point lead in the fourth. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You remember so vividly, right? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's what Re- LeBron remembered as well. And I think they wanted to make a statement against yeah. the Warriors. And, you know, from from tip-off, like, you could kind of tell that the, the Lakers were playing with so much more urgency and energy. Um, and they weren't going to take an L tonight. And holy crap, they sure as hell wiped the floor with us, man. We did not look good. Yeah, you said when we were texting, you were, you were saying to me that LeBron's not going to lose this game. I think he yeah. came in with that mindset, like a playoff game mindset. He was like, this game is important. Yeah, and he yeah. set the tone right away. I mean, he was he was picking up players full court, dude. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, this is a regular season game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No load management tonight for yeah. LeBron. Well, he did load manage well, just because the blowout. game was over the second <laughs> quarter. But you know what I mean? It's just uh, it definitely didn't uh, go the Warriors' way. Um, it was very interesting just because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I see I, – I try to watch all the Warrior games. So, mm-hmm. like, I see – I saw a very different team tonight. I mean, mm-hmm. like for the past three games, like we were playing engaged. I mean, mm-hmm. the the game against the Hornets where Dre had 19 assists, like we were moving the ball, we were playing tough defense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so seeing them match up against the Lakers, it just was not the same team. Um, I guess mm-hmm. the big part of that is the opponent. You know what I mean? Yeah. The caliber of the opponent that you play really dictates the way that you you kind of react and. I don't know, man. We're not ready for the big leagues, you know. If we're going to get to the playoffs, you know, God willing, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to be able to do some damage if we don't make any adjustments. The Lakers, uh, even with the AD injury, um, you know, are experienced. They have a lot of vets, and yeah. they sure as hell showed up tonight. Yeah, I mean, just like the first game, the Lakers should have won the first game, to be honest. I mean, you guys earned it, but if you're up 14 in the fourth, I mean, and you're a championship-caliber team, you shouldn't be losing that game. But yeah. this game... I think the bench was particularly bad, dude, for the Warriors. When they had that second unit out there, I was watching it. I was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't even know what to say about it." It was just, it was like one-on-one basketball. There was no continuity. I don't know what was going on out there, to be honest. I mean, you watch more Warrior games than me. Is that normal? I don't know. Those lineups out there. I mean, Dre, I guess got no. He wasn't hurt then. They just kind of 
held him out, right? Yeah. Until later in the second half? No, he, he got hurt in the, the second quarter. He oh, okay, his okay, ankle. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Um, That's right. But, man, you ragging on Baby Braun, man. Baby Braun was he doing put some, up some points today. He, he put up 18. <laughs> no, actually, dude, the, the, the Warriors bench right now is in shambles. Um, <sighs> they had a good stretch earlier yeah. in the season, but Baby Braun Eric Pascal actually kind of got hurt. Mm. Um, and he, you know, he, he missed a couple games and I feel like he's, he's lost his rhythm a little bit. Like, even though he had 18 points, I mean, a lot of that was in garbage time. Um, mm. and you know, it was just like the flow of the second unit is just really off right now. Mm. Um, and, well, um, you know, we have a lot of sort of like G league, D league type of players, even though I love them, like JTA, Juan Toscano yeah. Anderson plays with a lot of heart, Bay Area, mm-hmm. born and raised. Um, uh, but, you know, let's just face it. He's not like a, a starter level player in the NBA right now. Yeah. Um, and then we just have just a lot of like, you know, Brad Wanamaker made a name for himself with, uh, with the Celtics last year. But he has been playing horrendous, mm-hmm. particularly offensively mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. recently. But like. Even defensively and just being a, a backup point guard, it's just it, the, there is just absolutely no flow and rhythm yeah. uh, to the second unit right now. You know, when you start breaking shots, it's just, you know, that's why you lose by 30. Yeah, you were saying this, I think looking at this team, especially watching them today, without Dre and Steph out there, there's no playmaker, really. There's no consistent playmaker. And I think they, you know, Kerr puts Wiggins out there as a scorer. That mm-hmm. great, but he's, he's still struggling. Wiggins is like really hot and cold. Yeah, he just he's just not consistent. You know, like obviously yeah. when you have Clay, that guy's consistent. He's proven mm-hmm. time and time. And Wiggins is just not that guy right now. Yeah. He's having trouble really fitting that third consistent scoring reliable option. You know. Yeah. Well, absolutely, man. And this is why I was so heartbroken when Clay was injured at the start of the year. And, you know, many would say I was overreacting, but I just knew I just didn't trust that Wiggins. And he's playing better this year, you know, but just again, it's just like there's like there's a stack rank. You can you need to rank your players. And um, in terms of our numbers, it's just like if you put Wiggs as like the second uh, option for scoring, mm-hmm. he just isn't as good of a player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it's just really difficult to put that much weight on him. It didn't work in Minnesota when he was, you know, one or two. Um, and that wasn't our 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 objective for bringing him in he was supposed to be a either three or four scorer for us yeah. and right now with the clay injuries you can just kind of see that it's just he's not in the, we're not putting him in a position where he can thrive at his best just because we're putting more pressure on him than he probably uh you know would perform the best at so mm-hmm. ugly yeah i mean looking at the squad there there's still potential obviously but seems like there's kind of a cap you know there's a cap to this this team currently constructed i mean Ubre can definitely improve and i think he has been actually he's his play has picked up it's not as bad as it was in the beginning of the season where he was shooting some ridiculous low percentages like you probably have not seen in a long time i could have suited up for the warriors and played better than kelly you know at the start of the year that's how bad he was man um uh, but he actually has kind of stabilized uh, this past month. He's just kind of shooting with better percentages. Mm-hmm. And I think he's learning the system better. Yeah, I think he's I learning how to play with Steph, moving 
you know, off ball, just trying to, you know, you know, I mean, like the that game where Dre had 19 assists, mm-hmm. I think. I, I I don't think I'm shitting you. I think he had 10 dunks in the first quarter. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, lobs, cuts, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it was, he's definitely playing better. But at the same time, Oubre can be inconsistent, uh, but he definitely is playing um, at a high level right now. It's this, you said this to me right off the bat. It takes a while to get, understand the Warrior system. It, It takes a lot of learning to play with Steph. Yeah, I, I, because Steph draws so much attention, but his move, his, his movement is is a thing of beauty, dude. That guy is—I yeah. don't know—he's like running freaking marathons every game, running yeah. off screens. He's back screens, and I'm just like, holy shit, man! It must be a nightmare defending him too. Yeah. Literally, you're running through like freaking three screens. He's going to, going to the baseline, going up to the the three point line. Yeah, yeah, that that guy. It, and yeah. how do you how do you play with a guy like that? It takes time, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you, know? you gotta you gotta just you know find your spots. Yeah. I mean. Uh, and, and basically see where you can get open and uh, use the gravity that uh, he brings so that you can thrive. And, you know, that's another reason why we're struggling is James Wiseman for his uh, 19-year-old self is still learning uh, how to play with Steph. So he's, you know, he's shown glimpses of uh, a promise. But uh, right now it's just a, it's a roller coaster with Wiseman. When we talk about Wiseman, it's a funny thing because every time we talk about Wiseman, me and you, uh, mm-hmm. offline, uh, we always talk about Lamelo because they're kind of tied, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you know, man. because the I Warriors know. drafted Wiseman over him. So anytime you see Lamelo balling out, you do think, "Oh yeah, shit, man. was it the I right mean, call?" <laughs> I mean, Lamelo's—he moved from the bench. He's developed to be the yeah. starting uh, a starting player right now for for Charlotte. Mm-hmm. You know, he's doing getting all these highlights. And seeing uh, seeing Lamelo even just like in his first game, it's just it's just amazing to 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 see his feel for the game. And I think mm-hmm. we were talking about this via text, uh, you know, like is you know is this gonna be a you know a Samboe Michael Jordan kind of thing? I don't want to crown Lamelo in that respect, yeah. or is it gonna be like a Marvin Bagley Luca type of situation yeah, where yeah. you know they were drafting for need as opposed to best player available? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man. What do you think? I like Wiseman, man. I, I don't, he's no Mar. In my eyes, he's no Marvin Bagley. I think he has a skill set that's better than he has intangibles that Bagley doesn't have. I think he has more basketball IQ. And we talked about today's game. I think playing against a championship caliber team, you could tell like the game was moving too fast for him. He was trying too hard. He was doing trying to do too much, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's that's okay. That's a mark of a young player. And a big doesn't have a ball in his hands his whole life. Like Lamelo, he's always been a point guard, so it's yeah. natural for him to have the ball and no situations. You know that's why, yeah. like for Wiseman, it's too early to tell, dude. It's too early to be like, well, is this a Luca Bagley thing, mm. where you're always gonna be look at it and oh, be like, gosh. oh shit, man, we fucked up big time. Yeah, I got. I hope not, but I, I think I told you. I think whatever James Wiseman has done in what his twenty games yeah. as a Warrior thus far, I feel like he's already done more than what Marvin Bagley yeah, has bro. been able to do for the past couple of years. So you uh, can't compare my... both, dude, because Lamelo was playing in Europe, bro. He was mm. Europe, right? He was playing against Australia, Australia, yeah, Australia. He was playing against grown men, and yeah, it's not NBA caliber competition. But Wiseman didn't even play his college. He did barely play college ball the last year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this dude is coming off basically his last competition was really freaking high school. Yeah, that's true. And we're talking that's about true. NBA caliber players and NBA caliber big men, dude. Yeah. Like the game speed is crazy fast. 
yeah for a big guy like Wiseman, dude yeah yeah especially uh, especially work playing with you know players like dre and steph that are high high iq players like you really got to be on your game to be able to kind of play that high level of basketball Mm -hmm. you know kd can come in and plug in right away but uh, (laughs) kd had already won an mvp when he joined the warriors wiseman is 19 years old dude the dude can barely he can't even drink a beer like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's just there's a lot of work that's uh, needed before he can you know i'm curious do, are there i don't know if you're on the forums anymore i know like warriors world is was taken down i don't know is it is it still oh, taken it's, down? Back up, oh, it's back up it's back up yeah. do do people on the forums compare lamello and wiseman is this a thing or is this just more like you know something that we talk about uh i've seen it and i don't think it's that hot i think brad wanamaker is more of the, the ir of, of warriors world right now i think he's taking a lot of heat for wiseman yeah. uh, but it, uh, there has been some discussions about that it's just like you know or did we make the right call you know you know beat best player available or you know fit um i think the biggest discussion that i'm getting with regards to wiseman is um you know, are we capitalizing on Steph Curry's mm. um, sort of window mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. by developing Wiseman? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like you know, if if we're really in it for for competing for a championship, and sadly, I don't think it's we're not going to be like the Lakers this this season. Mm-hmm. But like, is developing Wiseman really? good for us to keeping our championship window open yeah. and who knows maybe that window is already closed and we don't mm-hmm. have any choice but to develop wiseman sure as hell look like that right now yeah so um i think that's a discussion is sort of like short-term sort of benefits mm-hmm. versus long-term uh, you know playing that long game uh with him it's and... hard to know though it's hard to know mm-hmm. what's on the table for wiseman mm-hmm. because you you can't give up Wiseman unless you legit trade for somebody that can give you that real window. Yeah, because that's true. any other trade, it would be a terrible trade. Like if you don't actually get a guy that you know, like oh shit, we have like a two three year window for sure. And you know we were talking about before, was it Harden? Uh, you know it's that's hard to say. Was he would he fit in the system? And he's he's balling out in on the Nets though. I can't tell you that mm. much. And it actually works out that they traded for Harden because KD. And we talked about this. You, I know you, you like Katie still, but mm-hmm. he's hurt, you know. Yeah. And this is something like he, he's been balling out, but he tore his Achilles. Man, shit yeah. is not easy to come back from. Yeah. Well, he was looking pretty good when he, he was, was healthy, though. but <laughs> but, but you know, dude, like, li- dude, sports is fragile, man. Yeah. <laughs> you absolutely. could be balling out for weeks, and then one nick on your calf or your Achilles, it's over, man. Uh, well. That actually is a good segue into, uh, you know, the Lakers. I know we've been focusing on the Warriors. Uh, The Lakers, without Anthony Davis, you know, walked all over us today. So I'm trying to get a vibe on your squad, man. How's the Laker Nation dealing with this? Let's talk about AD first. Yeah. Because that day that AD pulled up, and he, he hasn't played since, right? Yeah. I thought of KD, dude. Because the way that he grabbed his... His the back of his because his Achilles or back of his ankle. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh shit. And then now we understand it's a calf injury, and it was the exact same thing as KD. KD also had a calf injury, but yeah. led to a torn Achilles. And we're talking about he has a calf injury, but he's had a sore Achilles this whole year. 
So that shit is connected, dude. Yeah, absolutely. It's freaking dude. scary, man. Yeah. Especially seeing KD's blueprint of what happened to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure Laker Nation was like, oh, yeah. Their their hearts were fluttering and they weren't sure what was happening. But the official diagnosis is what a calf strain yep, or calf strain. Uh, it's the official Oof. diagnosis. I mean, same thing as KD, man. That's why people remember when he tore his Achilles. People people were shocked. Yeah. But now we understand. If you look deep in it, that shit is connected, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so AD's on the shelf right now, and you know, it seems like you know the Lakers were adjusting for a couple games, and they had a little bit of a skid. A little, yeah, skid before they wipe wipe the floor with us today, but. Um, you know, what's your thoughts? Like, how long is AD going to be out? And, like, how are the Lakers adjusting to life without AD? Yeah, I'm worried because LeBron needs to play. And we, when going into the season, he joked that, hey, I'm going to be taking games off. As a joke, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, it's kind of based on truth because he's, it was a short off season, And, yeah. you know, like, at some point, this dude is freaking 36 years old. I mean, yeah, I think he's a weird anomaly, but he's still 36 years old. You know, yeah. he ha- he's he's got a clock. Everyone has a clock. Father time, and that's the thing where it's like now we can't afford to sit him or have him rest because there's no AD, and that's the part I'm scared about. And the squad, I mean, they won the last two. Schroeder was out because of health and safety protocol, so him being back, um, Dennis the menace, it it helps, but it's I don't know, man. I I don't I, even if we stay afloat, which we will. It all depends on AD, man. <laughs> yeah, if that dude I, can't get back and ball out like he did last year, if he's still gimpy, there's no way we can win. There's just no way, dude. It's just that so, thin of a margin. So what's the official prognosis right now? Like, All-Star break is coming up yeah. uh, pretty soon. Are they expecting him to come back and play? Like, is there, like, a window? Like, they or is they it said just he'd weird? be out four weeks minimum, and then they would evaluate him after four mm, weeks. So... You can take that house how you want, but they know probably what they're looking at here, which is anything bad happens, and it's we're talking about it's going to cost us years, not just this year. Yeah. If he goes down with an Achilles injury, that's going to – our championship window is gone for the next – I mean, LeBron's timeline is gone. <laughs> There's just no way, dude. You can't win without AD. There's no way, man. Yeah, you can't lose a star. And just like losing Clay, there's no way you can come back from that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You can have yeah. hope, sure, as a fan. Yeah, I can have hope, but no, it's not happening. It's just, nah, bro, it's man. just not happening. That's why I was crying my eyes out when it happened with yeah. Clay, just because it's just, it, it makes the challenge 10 times more difficult, if not 100 times more difficult, if you lose a star player that, you know, you know your system is built around. Yeah. And, you know, AD brings so much offensively and defensively mm-hmm. for, for the Lakers' engine to run, even with LeBron. Uh, and, you know, LeBron just needs that sort of second second figure to be... I mean, in many ways, AD was the one was, was the reason why you guys won the trip last yeah, year. Yeah, he's the one that hit that shot, the Kobe shot, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. It wasn't LeBron. So, yeah. Exactly. So it'll be a long four weeks yeah, well. uh, to see what will happen. And calf injuries are tough, man. Like, I battled a calf injury, and obviously I don't have the top medical support mm-hmm. out there that AD is getting, but it's just like, you know... Even like even if the physical sort of challenge 
uh, of that is is you know is handled like just the mental sort of doubt that you have if that thing's gonna give out at any given time man that could really kind of fuck with your brain when you're playing sometimes so uh you're still struggling with it i mean you haven't been playing ball but when you were that shit was hampering you man yeah man it's just you know calves you know they just they're 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 tricky they're finicky man and just you you think you're good and i mean that's the reason why I was kind of curious, like, wh- why he was even playing. You said that he had been battling an Achilles issue yeah. the whole year. It's just like, why is he even out there? Look, I guess. Look, JC, you you are a big fan of Clay. Mm-hmm. Clay wants to be out there no matter what. Yeah. You know his heart, and the same with his AD. I mean, I know we joke that he has his career threatening injury every game or whatever, but he yeah. wants to be out there. Like these guys are ballers, man. They want to yeah. play. Clay is the same way. He he's sitting right now, and he's dying to play right now if you if he could come out and play right now and there was no medical staff advising him and they're like he would be playing because he loves the game that much yeah that's the tough part man yeah that's true that is true these guys are you know the best of the best of competitors and if they can walk it out there and the body is not telling them any reason (laughs) to not go they're gonna go and uh that's the problem, man. It's like what happened with KD. I mean, everything everything checked out, clear. Everything yeah. was good, warmed up, and then boom, you know, it just happens. So I hope that they slow play it. Um, the Lakers have LeBron, and they have a ton of different talent yeah. uh, that can support. I saw it tonight, dude. Like you guys have Trez. Shooter was back. Shooter killed yeah. us. He was doing well. You, you know what I mean? Uh, so you have AC, yeah. He actually AC fresh. It was his birthday, by the way. Oh man, yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's why he had a good game. <laughs> LA's finest, right there. Yeah, you know. Uh, and you guys have some depth. You guys have some vets. And if you guys can kind of stem the tide and stay, you know, competitive until he gets back up and ready, uh, you know, that's where you do your damage in the playoffs. But. Knock yeah. on wood. We'll see what Good happens, luck. man. I mean, it's a long season. It's a grind, dude. These guys, as you said, you you say this to me all the time, man. You're just one injury away, and you know. I mean, look, it's what happened to the Warriors. It, it literally is true, though. As 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 every time you say that, I'm pissed at you, but it's just truth. <laughs> yeah, it is true, man. It is true. That's why I'm saying it, just because I am living through it right now. You know, you can literally be at the top of the mountain and yeah. just reality will hit you even before you know it and that's how that's how it is man i just yeah I, like thinking back to history and stuff like that i don't know if anything has gone on like the warriors have been on such a bad string of that injury run like clay twice and obviously katie being out oh, man like that you guys had that window like imagine if none of that happened the window would still be open i mean i don't know if kd would have left or not but if you won another championship let's say you beat toronto maybe kd mm. would stay because he's like fuck man i'm not gonna leave a championship team you know yeah, we could set that, records you know well that's why all of those things were so devastating man yeah. it's just it literally was just kind of you know it took a while to get to where it was and then it was abruptly taken and that's why you gotta enjoy where you are right now man just because at any given moment you know uh, an achilles or an acl or 
you know, anything could happen. LeBron has been very, 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 very lucky that he hasn't gotten any major, major injuries. So it's incredible. Yeah, he's like an Iron Man. He's just you're you're he's got some vibranium in his bones or some shit yeah man he got he's got some wolverine some rogaine some (laughs) you know some all kinds of stuff going on there there. was there was a i think there was an instagram like clip where his hair was like starting to fly up and then his buddies on the bench were like hey man they got his back man hey i remember that it was from the bubble man yeah it was from the bubble too it was yeah it's like i guess like rudy gobert or something or Jokic went to block his the shot and kind of grazed the forehead, <laughs> kind of dislodged a couple of follicles here and there. And then uh, I don't know who the team member was, but they were just like, they had that brush gesture yeah. over there. You know, <laughs> you know like, what it just shows though? Like LeBron, who has all the resources in the world, like there's nothing to solve male, you know, male baldness or whatever, or male, male people, guys starting to bald. There's no solution for it. <laughs> you know? because you know this dude could would pay the money yeah oh yeah well it was the bubble so he didn't have his uh his 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 squad there to completely handle all of the the maintenance that's that's involved you know that's a that's a whole you know that that requires a whole team like it's like a girl without makeup right you know you don't have the team and yeah it's rough man it's rough he can lay off the needles you know (laughs) you know and that might help some of the follicles but you know I'm just kidding, man. Uh, but yeah, you know that's how that's how the king is 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 you know is treated, man. All the minions are for sure gonna be able got his back, man. Hey, man. Uh, you know that's how you get your paycheck, man. <laughs> you, yeah, gotta, you, got, you gotta know who the king is. Who's gonna feed you? <laughs> Speaking of the minions, I was looking at the the garbage garbage time. <laughs> warriors uh or lakers squad well actually the warriors <laughs> like we it was just like you guys had all our retreats alfonso mckinney damian jones <laughs> we did qc was there <laughs> quinn cook was there i was just like oh. you guys had boogie yeah you guys had javel i might as well be a laker I fan know, man i know dude we're that's that's how we're trying to convert uh warrior fans now that's what we're doing <laughs> getting the retreads yeah, <laughs> familiar man. faces who, who's the GM down there? Jeez, man, is Bob Myers like holy crap? Hey, man, hey, the Warriors have been have been recruiting players and on those championship teams for years now. We're just trying to follow the blueprint. Hopefully, it works. <laughs> Although Quinn Cook, we just waved, solid dude. But there's a reason why these guys were on the end of the bench for the Warriors, even though they were on the championship teams. Uh, you know, like it's funny that that um, is it Damian Jones? He's a champion. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny yeah. when they say like two-time champion or some shit like that you're like yeah, yeah but this guy didn't really play <laughs> yeah. he damian was on the squad jo- though he was on the squad yeah Dam- damien jones was on that boogie cousins kind of uh laker ring <laughs> yeah, he did get a set up man dmc did boogie got it yeah boogie, boogie got, got a ring. ring it's the team decides it though so they decided oh, to wow get ring. Yeah. congrats to boogie speaking of i wonder where boogie's gonna end up but uh i know dude i would you want him on the warriors Nah, man, yeah, he can't. It's nah, over. Just, yeah. I, I, we can't afford him, man. Yeah. He's gonna cost us like 40, 40 million know, just luxury tax, it, even yeah. if he signed for the minimum or something like yeah. that. It's just, he's not. Plus, he's not gonna win, win a ring. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's man. not gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's been. It was an interesting matchup. You guys, I guess we're one and one this yeah. season. We got a couple more matches. Uh, we'll but, see how the rest goes, man. You know, yeah, there'll be more I mean, pod- podcast fodder then. Yeah, I'll tell you this, man. We're talking Warriors now, but 
later in the season, I just don't think we'll be able to get as far as you guys will be. So we'll talk plenty of Lakers come to playoffs just because we are not complete right now. We are so inconsistent. Mm -hmm. It's such a young team. You just, you know. You never know what you're gonna get, you know. Yeah. It's like it's like buying those card packs with the Pokemon <laughs> cards. You never know if you're gonna get a Charizard or whatever, or you know, a Damian Jones rookie <laughs> card or a LeBron, you know, downtown refractor <laughs> thing, dude. That's essentially this. This is why this year has been in many ways enjoyable, just because I don't know what I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get like Kelly Uber dunking for ten times and nineteen assists, or. A 40-point blowout. Jeez. <sighs> we'll see what happens, man. Let's let's move to our final topic of today. And this is a heavier topic, mm. but it's important for us to talk about. Absolutely. Well, if people don't know this by now, you and I are Asians. All right? We're Asians. And we're, oh, we really? talk about <laughs> You're Filipino. I'm Taiwanese, man. And it's been tough for us Asians, man. And, and I, I wanted to bridge to, into this topic centered around Jeremy Lin because Jeremy Lin came out and he posted about basically going through, you know, some racial issues in, was it the G League Ignite? That yeah, people, yeah. some player or players have called him actual coronavirus on the court. Mm-hmm. And he did come out and, and make a statement on his Instagram. He didn't want to name the player, but he just wanted to make this a springboard of the conversation. And he was yeah. really, he was very well thought out in his statement. I'm not going to read the whole statement, but mm-hmm. he essentially said like he's been facing this his whole life, even, even being at yeah. Harvard. His coach yeah. at the time really coached him through it in understanding racism because his coach was black at the time. So he related the experience being a black person and, and mm-hmm. obviously black people have a huge history with racism in the, mm-hmm. U, in the U.S. that to understand what his place in this was and it's just ignorance, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. And Jeremy Lin really tried to bridge the gap in understanding what Asian Americans are going through right now. Yeah, and this is kind of what we want to talk about, right? To end yeah, this episode. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a hot topic even outside of sports, I think, just making the connection of what we're talking about mm-hmm. sports. But there's just been a lot of Asian sort of hate crimes that's going on right now. Jeremy Lin, by the way, is with the Santa Cruz Warriors, yep. um, the, the Warrior affiliate mm-hmm. um, playing in the G League. Uh, and but, but, but going back to what happened to Jeremy, like he experienced... Um, I guess during an in-game uh, scenario where someone what called him coronavirus, so it just pretty much highlights, um, you know, this sort of anti-Asian sentiment that's been kind of, you know, pervading mm-hmm. uh, just the society right now. It's really interesting just because it's been a year since COVID. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of shit that's happened since covid outside of the lockdowns Mm -hmm. political unrest black lives matter Mm -hmm. you know the elections more covid Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and now it just feels like it's gotten worse than it has been in this past year or maybe just there hasn't been any coverage it's 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 really tough to say just because i think that's part of um, what's being discussed is like Mm -hmm. for a while there like um, a lot of this sort of like coverage about this kind of Mm -hmm. Asian uh, hate crimes uh, uh, have been kind of suppressed in the media, yeah. but now there's just like there's this 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 push mm-hmm. to, to to highlight the situation. Um, you know, corporate companies are going out there and putting their yeah. their their stance in terms of supporting uh, anti Asian uh, um, sort of sentiments, or I mean, supporting uh, against anti Asian sentiments uh, and. 
it's been it's been a crazy time to be an asian man is and uh, when i look at this situation there's so many dude there's so many variables at play but i do think coronavirus and all the asian hate crimes that has happened during this time and it has risen and now it's coming to a head is because for a while we were all staying home mm-hmm. a lot of i mean just people in general but now that coronavirus is getting better because of the vaccine and people are just starting mm-hmm. to embrace going back to their regular a little bit more or more agents are out in the streets mm-hmm. elderly people whatever that these crimes are happening more because there's more opportunity to commit the crimes if you mm-hmm. if you don't like an asian person and you're racist during this COVID thing, when people are forced to stay indoors, you probably don't have as much opportunity. But now, if you have more opportunity, it's just happening more and more, man. <laughs> so expound on that. Uh, like, so there are now actual like instead of just like like words and uh, yeah. hateful words on the internet, there has been assaults Dude, on actual bad. Asian people. I mean, like old some a lot of elderly people there have been elderly asians that have died man from these violent yeah. attacks and they're just they're unprovoked you know yeah. like the two most vulnerable people in our societies are elderly people and babies and children mm-hmm. and a lot of elderly people are being attacked and that was i think if anything that was a springboard of why this conversation is being made in the circles of media mm-hmm. because look there's been crimes against Asians for a long time. This is not new, yeah. right? It might have been yeah. the percentage of it might have gone up, but when you're talking elderly people or like women and children, it's gonna make more news, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially if they're dying, dude. Yeah, and I think that's absolutely. why it's there's a springboard to this. And now we're noticing all the violence that's happening to Asians, not just elderly people. And it's a lot, dude. It's a lot. Yeah. So I guess it's nothing until someone fucking dies. Yeah, right? dude. No, it's true, man. It is true though. <laughs> yeah, it ain't that's, shit that's until such... someone dies. That's such a fucking sad reality to be to live in. I mean, it's really sad just because it's happening like in communities that are very close to us. Mm-hmm. Like that one, uh, that one old dude. Uh, yeah. It happened in San Francisco, Dang. I believe. Right, dude. The 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 um the assaulter or the assailant mm-hmm. was actually from Daly City, mm-hmm. dude. Like this 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 person is within my community. Wow. I live amongst people that are fucked up enough that they would actually go out there and push a, like an 80 year old man uh, who will eventually die from like fucking head trauma, dude. Yeah. That's that's scary, you know, scary. To, 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 to understand like <laughs> like there's this sort of brewing hate that they would actually act upon that. Mm-hmm. And it's scary. It's sad. It's 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 a crazy time to be alive it we've been talking about this target that agents are a target for a long time and it makes sense why because how people perceive it and how it is in a way it's the 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 virus originates from china mm-hmm. and people have been going through tough times <laughs> in the last yeah. year dude and when you're angry you want to take it out on something or somebody and yeah. there's no justification for it, but that's just the reality, man. People who yeah. are losing their homes or losing their jobs or they've just been – their times were tough already and COVID's made it worse. Like they're just looking to take it out on someone and how yeah. – it's easier to take it on someone who's defensive. And that's the part that's fucking scary, man. Like yeah. how yeah. – you know, I just – for me personally, it's just hard to fathom to be honest. Yeah. I mean everybody's looking for a scapegoat. We've all had a shitty year, yeah. you know, and – 
I mean, I guess, you know, after one year, people are just kind of really fed up and they just want to act on these sort of, sort of, you know, evil thoughts mm. and, and, and just have that scapegoat, have that outlet to actually kind of enact their hate. Mm-hmm. I don't want to turn it to all too political, but there's also been a lot of sort of like yeah. discourse and narrative and mm-hmm. language that kind of associates, uh, you know, the virus with like a particular demographic. Yeah. And, you know, you know, our former president was really kind of and, and face it or not, r- regardless of where you fall in the, you know, in the spectrum mm-hmm. of the political spectrum, you know, what said was what was said. Yeah. Right. And I, I find it hard to believe that that wouldn't feed into sort of this hate and anger. Right. Yeah. Where you're actually sort of putting a face onto something that is essentially faceless. Yeah, exactly. Right and associating that 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 concept uh uh, uh that scapegoat and and you know back then it didn't seem like you know many maybe people found it funny or maybe people you know found it like appropriate mm-hmm. but until someone dies and there's actual act actions of hate then you really know that you know there are actual uh, consequences to words that are being said out there and that's really sad i mean i we're not a political show and we're not going to get deep into it, but whoever is the leader, whoever has a position of authority and power and their words mean something, what they say resonates and has the impact of it won't even be seen until much later. And yeah. there's, there's a reason why this is happening, whether it's the China virus or the Kung Fu, these things have real impact. Sometimes at the, in the moment you're like, Oh, it seems like it's passing, but no, it, it goes into the psyche of, how people perceive a demographic or people. And then yeah. when you feel like you want to blame someone, yeah, it's you go to that right away. It, there's yeah. no yeah. there's no excusing it. It's just gonna it's just the truth, man. You know, you can't propaganda in how you deliver messages in media, especially in political realm, it's very important, man. Like that shit has real impact. We're seeing it, dude. As an Asian, I'm scared for my parents, dude, to go out. Yeah, like I tell my mom absolutely. all the time, like even in broad daylight, this is happening. It's not just at night. You know, before it's like, yeah. oh, lock your doors. Maybe some something bad will happen. Just just don't go out at night. But no, this is happening during the day. This is not, this is very abnormal behavior, you know, yeah. to see uh, old people dying and getting hurt. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, especially if it's occurring within communities that are very close to us, yeah. and, you know, and they, they, it could happen to people that, <laughs> that look like us. It's, it's very, very, very concerning. I mean, we're not and talking I don't wanna... about we're living in cities, you know, in the South where the demo of people is very, is not diverse. You know, I'm not, yeah, I'm not trying to yeah. put any aspersions, but just like if your demo of people is not diverse, then you're like, oh, I can see they don't have experience with other races. But yeah. these are very diverse yeah. cities, man, that we live in. Don't want exactly. LA and San Francisco, man. Yeah, it makes it all the more troublesome yeah. to know that there are people that are harboring that much hatred to actually enact on these, you know, illogical kind of thoughts. And uh, it's it's very concerning. Mm-hmm. I don't want to compare it to, you know, Black Lives Matter yeah. or it's the, di- the, the plight. Yeah. yeah, the plight of like our African-American brothers and sisters out there. Uh, but everybody kind of has their battle yeah. that we're, 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 we're kind of fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, it's, it's really important to be able to kind of, uh, you know, work together, understand that even though everybody's battle is different, mm-hmm. there are parallels in terms of the challenges mm-hmm. of being, 
uh, 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 being sort of outcast, socially outcast, or essentially being yeah. prejudiced against, you know, being, you know, being judged, essentially. And it's, you know, we should use that as a, a sort of like a, a catapult to understand that we all are kind of experiencing very similar challenges yeah. instead of kind of being divided even further. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just really sad that it's showing even at the levels of the NBA. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Exactly. Where, I mean, these people are in many ways high profile. You, if you're in the G League bubble, you know, they're recording everything. Exactly. Like, yeah. it's just... It's so sort of entrenched into people's psyche mm-hmm. that, you know, I'm pretty sure whoever uttered that 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 term, if they had a, a second chance, yeah. they probably wouldn't do it knowing how, how bad it, it could potentially become. So, Well, all the things that you're saying I resonate with. I think, number one, ignorance exists, right? And ignorance, it's if you are ignorant once, you can always educate yourself. So you're not damned if you're just ignorant, right? You have a choice. But the second thing that you said about Black Lives Matter, it's all the same battle at the end of the day. I mean, I think mm-hmm. we can, there's, you can compare shit to the moon, right? To be like, oh, your struggle, this person's struggle, that person's struggle, that race's struggle. Sure. But we're all fighting the same battle. Equality. Mm-hmm. That's what we're fighting yeah. for. Yeah. <laughs> we're fighting for equality to be treated all the same. If a black person is not treated the same as an Asian person, and you... If you, as an Asian person, you benefit from it, but you don't fight for a black person, then you can't complain later when that shit comes to your door. Exactly. Same goes for the other races. You know, yeah. you have. To, we all are fighting for the same thing. So one cause is just as important as the other. Sometimes your cause is more prevalent right now, where you're like, okay, we gotta really focus on Black Lives Matter, right? Yeah. Sometimes other causes they arise, like crime against Asians. You know, it's all the same battle, though. It really is. Yeah. We're fighting to be treated all the same, <laughs> and that's. At the heart of it that's why for me when black lives matter happened i was like or like the movement has been happening for years but it's like i want to be educated dude i don't want to be on the sidelines like well that doesn't affect me dude (laughs) you know i'm not black it does affect me it really does and that's the thing to really keep in mind as asian people as black people as latinos and all the other ethnicities man like we're in this together we really are you know well said man I cannot put it any better, and I, you know, I appreciate you bringing up the topic just because it's 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 very real. We are living through it, and it's just a way for us to be able to kind of chronicle this point in history. Yeah. And I hope that there are better days ahead. Uh, I do not want to be walking out on the streets, figuring out for my life or my my family's I life, know. and um, you know it's a feeling that other uh other ethnicities and races have uh, have encountered and you know we feel you guys we feel you yeah. we feel how you know how painful it is to live in that kind of existence yeah and uh you know we support equality man that's the only way that we can kind of move forward so you have well put jack you have kids and we're we're fighting for the future and we're fighting for the present because we're suffering through this now, you know, and I, I, I think to end this episode, I wanted to talk about some some things that kind of need to happen for us to move forward. It's I think first is like we have to fight for our stories and our perspectives to be heard, because if if the media doesn't cover it, we have to fight for that to happen, we, whether it's like for us, this podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a small it's a small platform. We don't have a huge following, but. We want to use it as a benefit to help others 
that look like us and that also don't look like us you know so that's number one like every person has a voice man you can go on twitter especially now you can do whatever on instagram or you know whatever thing that you have even if you don't you can talk to your friends you know spread the word about what's happening to people you know especially the ones that are disadvantaged or you know that aren't don't have the means to protect themselves these stories need to come out man and the more we talk about it the more the media will cover it and that's important and media is important man and how we elect our officials are important because they're the ones at the end of the day when i really look into it it all comes down to policy and law if there's no punishment there's no policy for crimes against asians crimes against black people the systemic racism there's nothing is going to change because all the people in power they're going to keep on trucking along because they're like well no one's fighting us for it with it for it so why we're going to change shit you know it's serving me so at the end of the day it's like i hope all this comes to a head all this stuff this violence happening with asians like it's not all gone in vain it has to be for there's a bigger reason we have to be fighting for this you know all together and that's kind of what i want to leave this episode with and there's no kumbaya moment right now you know like I want to be hopeful, but right now it's not good. And we can only hope for a better future for like your children, man. Like it's important, man. Like to see them grow up in a society that isn't like this, dude. It's yeah. scary, man. When I think about the, your, your, your boys, you know, in the word of uh, LeBron James, get better. I know man. <laughs> for real, dude, you do need to get better word, bro. Yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, man, well, uh, thank you yeah. for recapping that, dude. It's just been a, it's been a heavy topic mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I'm glad we, 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 you know, we talked about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll try to do more fun stuff in, in the future oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But, you know, it's just we'll get back. we want to we want to talk about what's going on, man. We, we just yeah, care man. about the world, dude. <laughs> That's at the yeah, end of the day. Dude, we care we about the world, dude. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We do. Ball versus Besides, life, man. Ball versus life. Exactly. Besides, who wants to talk about, you know, another 15 minutes about, you know, <laughs> Lakers scrubs or something like that. <laughs> With that said, yeah. uh you know another awesome episode know, jack I, i'm glad i'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad we're back dude it, it's yeah we're back in the mix i know we're back in the and mix. we teased this, this the beginning of this episode about al and virtual pro so al if you're listening to us we need you buddy man we need yeah, you man. that's it's it's such golden content <laughs> yeah we'll get him back we'll get him back all right well if you want to listen if you want more ball versus life we have an instagram ball versus life official so follow us there. We always post content. You know, we love to connect with you guys. We always appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you for continuing this journey with us. It's been it's been an awesome journey, man. We're going to continue moving forward, man. The ship has to keep sailing whether the Warriors get beat by 30 or not. <laughs> you, you've been through a lot, bro, <laughs> through this podcast. So thank you for that, JC. <laughs> yes, sir. Peace. Peace.